Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. The Bible tells us that God was looking for a man to stand in the gap. This week, we're going to share some messages with you specifically geared toward men. I think it is men who will lead our culture and our country out of the social degradation, out of the spiritual dryness that we are experiencing. You are going to hear some messages that we spoke specifically toward men. We will also let you hear some messages from a previous men's gathering. At the end of today's broadcast, listen for the date and the time that the man in your life can come and join us in a citywide men's gathering to kick our new year off right for every man and every home. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's Word. Men, it's not enough just to work. If you take your work to an ownership level, you're going to learn and excel to levels of performance that may even surprise you. You take your work to an ownership level. God gave Adam a garden to take care of before he gave him a wife to take care of. God said, I want to see how you're going to do this before I do anything else. Now, suppose Adam went over there to the garden and said, I don't feel like doing nothing. And the garden get overgrown and everything get all messed up in the garden and Adam just laying under the tree all day saying, well, I wish I had a television or something. (laughs) And God's going to say, well, he don't need nothing else. Look at verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat of any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. So although God put Adam in charge of the garden and gave him dominion over the animal kingdom, God wanted to see if he could function under authority. Do you know how to function under authority? You get mad at everybody when they tell you something. Oh, I'm a man. Talk to me like that. God gave him choices and a charge. You can enjoy all of the produce from any tree in the garden. Look at all these trees. I've got you covered. I've got everything you need all in this garden. Look at it. Look at all that. Thousands of things. Thousands of trees all in the garden. You can eat all that. Except one. Don't mess with that one. Don't touch that tree. If you eat the restricted tree fruit, you will die. God wants to give us some boundaries. God give a man some boundaries. I don't want you a loose cannon out here. God has not created man in his own image. God has now created man in his own image. He placed man in the garden and he designed everything that he needed. God gave him a job. God gave him, a, gave him an assignment. God gave him a command and a charge. And then God had an idea. The Lord said in verse 18, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a suitable helper, a helper suitable for him. God says it's not good for him to be alone. I'm going to make a helper suitable for him. Now I'm thinking about what God is thinking right now. He says, I'm going to make a helper suitable for him. And listen, Adam was clueless to his isolation. 
Adam, you know, he don't know. He just got created out of the du- out of the dust, and God gave him a garden. God gave him this. You know, Adam never thought to himself, "Where is everybody?" <laughs> he didn't say that. That was nobody but him. Or he didn't say, "I need a woman." He didn't know what that was. So he was clueless. He was just working and living. He was living life and loving it. (laughs) And God says, I'm going to custom make someone to help him. Here's God saying, you know what? The brother needs some help. That's what he said. Really? He said, the brother. I'm looking at the brother. The brother needs some help. But Curiously enough, from verse 18 to verse 19, he didn't go right into, um, so God uh, put him to sleep and took a rib. He didn't go right into that. Look at this. And I wonder why this is here. Now, God, now verse 19, now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the fields and all the birds of the air. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them and whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the air, and all the beasts of the field. Uh, It's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to make a suitable helper. So let me bring all these animals to him and let him see what he's going to do with them. So he names them. What are you going to call them? So I'm thinking, is is God trying to figure out... um, how Adam is is relating or what did we have here? What's suitable? What's going to be suitable for him as a helper, as as an aid, as as someone or something that he can relate to? And so God is just watching how Adam uh, looks at all of these animals and birds and whatever and how Adam is going to uh, delineate them and, and call them and name them. So he's given the man the authority to put his stamp on the creation. God gives man what? Authority. Did you notice that? And whatever the man called the animal, God said, whatever you call him, that's what it's going to be. All right, y'all want to. See, I said God honors what the man says. Whatever you call him, Adam. That's what it's going to be. So, men, you ought to still be calling some things. Okay. Uh, y- are, y'all, are y'all woke yet? Man, you ought to still be calling some things. I'm, I'm calling this business. I'm calling this uh, prosperous uh, endeavor. I'm calling this invention. I'm, I'm calling some things. I'm calling this money-making idea. I'm calling this ministry idea. You ought to still be calling some things. The man gave name to them all. And then, then, he, then he said, he named all the animals. I agree with him, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So we were looking among what was already created. So the Lord calls the man to fall into a deep, Sleep, And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's rib and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man 
and he brought her to the man. He brought the man to the garden. He brought the woman to the man. God made her and brought her to the man. And the man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So she shall be called woman for she was taken out of man. Adam named everything else and he said, I'm going to call her woman for she was taken out of the man. Now God made the wife to be the helper. Do you know what a helper is? There is no helper unless somebody is already engaged in something. If you are doing nothing, you need no help. You need no help doing nothing. You can't do nothing and say, will you help me, baby? Someone has to be engaged in something to order to have some help. And she is a suitable helper that God made for man. Suitable, appropriate, the balance. Because uh, he made men and women different, just in case you didn't know. We're not only different physically, we're different temperamentally and emotionally. The women are the nurturers. God made it, made it that way because we need nurturing. And the men are the ones that should bring the authority and do the pushing. Else we, the kids will never want to leave home. But he made us that way. We don't need two men to try to raise the family. The kids will be out of whack. We don't need two women to try to raise a family. The kids will be out of whack. There's not any balance there. So he says, I'm going to bring you someone to help you, to balance you out, to work alongside of you. And he gave them both the command to govern. They'll govern together. But my orderly arrangement is that I'm, I'm putting you, Adam, as the federal head, and I'm giving you some help. So the wives are our help us and we'll thank God for each and every one of you. Don't we thank God for our wise men? Come on, say yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> say it louder, Brother Ray. <laughs> I put him on the spot. He'll get me later. He'll call me, Pastor, you messed me up, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I know. He's, he always talks about his wife. <laughs> She's flesh of my flesh. And she's bone of my bone. How can I have a hard time with her and she's me? Wait a minute, I don't like you. What are you saying? I don't like me. You're flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. You are me. We're one. She was taken out of man. And he said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife. And they will become one flesh. And then in the making of the man, he closes this with this. The man and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. They said, hey, we're here. We're in this garden. 
This is God made us. Man, we got a good life. This is good. Life is good, isn't it, honey? Hey, now that you're here, it can't get any better than this. We're walking around, ain't nobody uh, messing with nobody. Everybody's having a good time. Uh, we're not going to go into chapter 3 yet. <laughs> we're just going to enjoy chapter 2 for a while. <laughs> that could have been a thousand years. Okay? We're going we're gonna to stop it right here. We're coming back to chapter 2 a little later. But they, they, they were in harmony with one another. That's the way God intended it. They supported one another. They worked together. They enjoyed one another. And they lived together. Men, God first set the groundwork for your productivity and your success. I want you to know today, God still is looking for your productivity and your success. Don't let the culture or your past failures or your insecurities keep you from being successful and productive. I don't care what it's been like in the past. You can start right now and say, God, thank you for speaking that in my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take where I am right now and I'm going to make it productive from now on. God gave the man work. God gave the man stewardship so you can take care of your business. God gave the man a command and a charge to see if he could work under authority. You got to be able to work under authority. You got to be able to work under the authority of, of various um, enterprises. You may have a boss, even if you're self-employed, you got some authorities you still got to deal with when you are dealing with other business people and customers and, and clients and all those kind of things. You have to work under authority. God gave the man authority to decide what the species are going to be called. God give you some authority to have some influence on the way things are going to go in your world where you are. And then God gave the man a helper. God has already given you everything you need so you are without excuse. God has given you everything you need. You are without excuse. Uh, you may have had a tough time in your family, I realize, and, and sometimes I have to step back. I was just blessed enough to have a father and a mother in the home. Not only a father and a mother, but a godly father and a godly mother. Not only a godly father and a mother and a godly father, but one that spent the time to train us, to work with us, to engage us so that we can uh, be successful and productive. Uh, I realize as I uh, look out that a lot of people did not have that. But you can start right now and move forward with that. And then lastly in this passage, it said God blessed them and said, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and every living creature that moves on the ground. And God blessed them. I want you to know today that God is still in the blessing business. You may feel like you've been diminished. You may feel like life has dealt you a bad hand. You may feel like uh, you just have been in a rut. You're in a hole. Uh, Pastor, you just don't know what happened in my life. I get it. But God is still in the blessing business. 
So today, every man in this place, I want to take a moment and express the blessings of the Lord in your life. You are valuable to God. You are valuable to our church. You are valuable to our community. You are valuable to your family. Here's what I want to do now. I want every man to come forward. And we're going to pray for you today. Every man. Every man in this place. I want you to come forward. I thank God for all of these men. Every man. You can be a young man. You can still come forward. Be a young man. You come forward. Brother God said, I'll put you in the garden. There's a place that God will put you. I'll put you in the garden. I want you to take care of it. I want you to go beyond just a merely existing, just making it happen, no matter where you are in your life. Uh, just look for opportunities that you could be the blessing. Look for the opportunities that you can make things better right where you are. I can make this better. I can make this better. I can make this better. Forget about all the excuses that come to your head, all the things where you say you can't do that, nobody's going to believe me, nobody's going to let me, nobody's going to help me, all this stuff like that. God is your help. God is your help. God is your help. You're not in a bad place, you're in a good place. God, come on, say, God is my helper. Glory to God. And those who are married, and say, and God gave me another helper. Come on, say, God gave me another helper. She's not your enemy. She's not your enemy. She's your helper. We thank God for you right now. God said, be blessed. And God blessed him and said, be fruitful. And increase. Fill the earth. And subdue it. Subdue it means have dominion over what you have in your hands. So I'm saying right now, be blessed. And increase. And take dominion where God has put you. Be blessed and increase, man. And take dominion where God has placed you. Be blessed and increase. And take dominion on where God has placed you. Come on. Let's just look at me and say, I'm blessed. Come on, I'm going to increase. I'm going to take dominion. Father, we pray for all of these men. We ask your blessings upon them right now. God, it was no accident that you brought them to this place. They're here on purpose and for purpose. God, we come against everything that have worked in their life to try to diminish them or try to downgrade them, try to hold them back. But God, they cannot be held back when your hand is on them. We speak your blessing in their life. We speak that they are prosperous. We speak that they can have dominion over the things that they place their hands to. We pray that they are healthy and they are increasing right now. Father, right now, right now and every man, every man, every man, we come against every stronghold, every arrow of doubt and unbelief, and we begin to pray that your prosperous hand is upon these men, that they can prosper, be in good health, and that their soul will prosper. We thank you for each and every man right now. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless these men. Father, we pray over them this month. As we pray, we ask you to begin to fill them up with your divine power. Fill them up with your presence. Heal, them, heal every sickness, every disease. Right now, Father, give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Help them right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Now listen, men. If you are married, I want you to stay here and I want all the other men to sit down. If, if you are married, I want you to stay up. Everybody else can be seated. God says, I, I'm going to make a helper that is suitable for you. So I'm going to ask you to spread out a little bit. Because I'm going to ask if your wife is here for her to come and stand right behind you. Spread out in a single line, single file, so your wife can get right behind you if she's here. You come stand behind your husband. Turn around and face me, man, so they can stand behind you. Y'all spread out so, they can, so the woman can find their own husband. Come on, wives. Come on, stand behind your husband. Put your hand on his shoulders right behind him. And if your wife is not here, we're going to pray that God will enrich your family. God says... It is not good for this man to be alone. It is not good for this man to be all one in himself. Having all of his, everything that he needs just in himself is not good. And no matter where you are in your family, no matter what's been going on, wife, I want you to whisper to your husband, say, we're all one. I'm standing with you. Come on, say, I'm standing with you. I say, I'm praying for you. Father, we thank you for these families. We thank you for every man. We thank you for every wife. Father, the enemy's strategy is to bring separation between us, bring conflict, to bring confrontation. But we're standing today as you had designed us to stand as one. We are one flesh. Father, help us to be with one heart and one mind. Help every one of these families right now. Father, help us in our communication. Help us in our understanding. Help us, Father, right now to forgive one another, to love one another, to build one another, to strengthen one another, to encourage one another. Right now, help us to stand shoulder to shoulder. Help us to stand against the common enemy who wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And help us, oh, Father, as our family has been built together. Help us to have a legacy. Help us to have a family right now that will, will be prosperous, that will, be, that, will be, that will glorify you in everything and in every way. We thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this wife. We thank you for this husband. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you've enjoyed today's message. We wanted to jump right in, getting ready for the beginning of the year to encourage every man to take his rightful place in leading his family and his community, his church toward God and a spiritual renewing and a spiritual awakening. We will be gathering for a dynamic men's event Friday, January the 7th, right here in Humble, Texas. Churches and men will gather from all over the city and all over our region to come together to lift our voices and worship and to hear a message 
of righteousness, responsibility, and then understand the reward for being a righteous man. I want you right now to put that on your calendar and come and join us. It would be at the Light of the World Christian Fellowship Church, 16161 Old Humble Road. You don't have to be a part of our ministry. You just need to be a man. Fathers, bring your sons, bring the teenagers, bring your preteens. We want fathers, brothers, father-in-laws, brother-in-laws, grandfathers, grandson, nephews, uncles, whoever you are, to come and be a part of this dynamic event. Again, that will be Friday evening, January the 7th. There are no costs for this event, but our sessions will begin at 7 o'clock. You can come as early as 5 o'clock and enjoy fellowship and the activity that we have on store for men. If you have a desire in your heart to have a change in your life so that you can be the man that God called you to be, I want you to be here for this event. For more information, you can call us at 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. Man up and be here with us.